Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another live special edition of the Steel City Underground podcast. My name is Joe Kuzma, and I'm joined here on this late night by weekend at Bernie's <laughs> Priority Roach. Brian, what's going on, man? Dude, <laughs> forget the draft. Forget the draft. This has just been a day from hell. So, I, you know, why <laughs> should I? Why should I ever sleep again as long as I live? I don't know. Yeah, I know. Let me tell you, I am I am freaking ecstatic. I'm about to drop some real F-bombs here in this live show. Thank you for everyone who's tuning in here on not as late a night as last night, so hopefully I'm not too loopy by the end of this. But, Brian, we were talking just a little bit off air. Whew, I'm sorry. Allergies. So if we start sneezing, coughing, wheezing, my eyes are burning. Uh, that's all a byproduct of, uh, I don't know what, the pollination that's going around, I guess. But woo -hoo. Joe, have Man. you been out there pollinating? I, are you I, pollinating? No. no, my stilo stays away from anything, like, <laughs> because I think I'm at that age. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, you know, we came into... What are we on? Day two, about to be day three of the NFL draft. And I just got to share with you, I don't think you may have seen this. You may not have seen one of my tweets, but I think we have a live look in on Omar Khan. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got cojones. I mean, he has got brass balls, man. I tell you. Now, not to say anything, there's people out there that were like, oh, well, why did Kevin Colbert ever do this? Well, he did, but it he wasn't did. just he did Devin Bush. He moved up Troy Polamalu one you know, once upon a time. Um there were some less than glamorous ones, like maybe Shamarco Thomas or the goat Landry Jones or somebody like that. But they did. They moved around sometimes. And you know, so there's people who are already like, Omar's already better. Well, this was one hell of a draft class. I mean, just trading Chase Claypool to get that trading That's... Chase Claypool and then the Bears just dumping their whole season so that pick ends up being number 32 is in the Dolphins losing a pick. You've got to be doing jumping jacks and backflips and everything. Weren't you going to run around naked for some reason? That wasn't the pick we got, though, right? No, no. I said if we got Jalen Carter, I would run around naked. <laughs> no, that was, I thought that was uh, Joey Porter in the second round. No, that was not when I said I'd run around naked. But look, I, I look, you know, you and I have been sort of uh, semi doing the old pat on the back of ourselves because in multiple mock drafts, I had us getting Joey Porter. Mm -hmm. I had us getting Broderick Jones. I had us getting Keanu Benton. The thing is, I never, ever in a single mock draft had us getting Broderick Jones and Joey Porter, you know, one, two or vice versa. You know, look. When we talked about this last night, when thirty, when the, the the when the draft ended last night and Porter was still there, I I just could if they if they didn't take him, it's because they flat out didn't want him. Yeah, right. And I didn't think that that was the case. I you know I'm sure they fielded trade uh, offers and nothing was good enough. I mean the the trade that who who was behind us that traded back, um, they didn't get that much. Arizona. 
Yeah, Arizona. It was like it wasn't. I, I'm thrilled we didn't take a deal like that. Uh, yeah. and lose that on Joey Porter. That was um, um, how many picks back did they fall like in the 40s from 32 to 40 something. I think. Well, I'll, I'll find yeah. it in a second. Yeah. You know, I, I am. I have not been this pleased with a draft class in since I don't know when. To be honest with you, um, I've I've generally had instances where I've been very pleased with picks but the way things have rolled right now um yeah i mean I may, maybe i should run outside and dance around naked i'm not gonna <laughs> but you know yeah i'm with you brother um that was one of those things where it was just a dream scenario it just seems like you know omar you could say what you want there's a lot of luck that goes into this there happens happens to be a deep corner class we talked about yeah. what you can risk giving up or letting go in order for the next pick to be there and that happened in succession the whole way along this path tonight with the pittsburgh steelers uh, joey porter jr wasn't in the green room went back to pittsburgh had to have some inkling they may have told him hey if we don't trade this because that pick i had buddies like i mean my phone's blowing up we're waiting at like 7 7 p.m what's taking so long to make this pick it really take them that long to make that pick like they're criticizing how long it took them to be on the clock the, those the trade offers were there for yeah. sure uh so they're fielding everything and, and what ended up happening was the cardinals Cardinals got uh, 41 and then something else. And 41 was too far back to risk yeah, losing never, Porter. Yeah, you and, lose Porter. Yeah, sure. and Porter shows up at the facility and is sitting at the desk with Mike Pursuta and Missy Matthews tonight. Like, I, I don't, I don't, that's madness. I don't think anything like that has ever transpired in, in any draft that I'm aware of where the player is in the city where they drafted them and is just like, you know what? I'm like 15 minutes out. I'll see you there. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm surprised yeah. he didn't show up at the draft party too, where Flash is. So we don't have a third window here. Flash is kind of, uh, I don't know. And like I'm upset. I wore my, this is my wide receiver shirt. I wore it in honor of Flash because he's a wide, like it has this weird Flash crap on the sides uh, whatever <laughs> yeah sure whatever whatever but uh, there's going to be people that were starting to say criticizing the pick even andrew filipponi who we were just criticizing just you know last night he goes i like that pick a lot more at 32 than 17 at 17 it does it makes me nervous it feels risky that's because well i mean every player again it's the scratch off ticket i think i'm going to use that line for the rest of my life it just it makes so much sense but the way everything fell and the way you felt the steelers needed we we were talking about this the trenches offensive line defensive line cornerback felt like a need in what order would that be would they sneak a wide receiver or something in there and don't forget as part of this draft class as well that seventh round swap in acquiring Allen robinson should also be attributed to the names that they've already gotten we mentioned yeah. broderick jones already i didn't think jones would be there at 17 Neither did the Steelers, so they moved up, and then they were able to recoup a little bit of what they used in order to do that. Effectively, they've only moved back about 13 spots in two different situations there, and now they yeah. actually have an extra pick tomorrow as well. So that's a good thing because they wouldn't have had a fourth, fifth, or sixth-round pick, and they got some really lowly number sevens that are sitting at the bottom of their board, 241 and 251. So yeah, I feel it's going to be it. like – the the joy and the happiness was today, right? I mean, there was joy and happiness in Broderick 
Jones being picked. No question about it. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled that that was the pick. Um, but today, look, I don't, I, you know, it's not like Khan manipulated every other team to let this draft fall this way. It just happened to fall this way. And, and there are a lot of other teams that had really good drafts. Don't, don't get me wrong. Um, you know, there, there were, I think the Texans had a great draft. Uh, whether or not they're going to do anything with these players, I think they had a great draft. Um, Lions, although Lions had Gibbs, a very good draft. Gibbs may be a questionable pick where that they was, took them, but the rest of them are pretty darn good picks. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, I just don't know how you could have projected this to fall any better, right? Maybe, maybe Jack Campbell is is around where they took Benton. But that was like, you know, maybe it was a maybe, but it was unlikely. Um, you know, you know, and, and then having Darnell Washington, who, you know, we've been I don't want to say we've been gushing over, but we've just loved the idea of having a tackle as a tight end. Uh, you know, and I know he's got potential knee injury. Thing going on and he can wait and they can grow him but to hell to get him where they got him <laughs> i know you see all the tight ends that are flying off the board well let's talk about fits first and of course joey porter jr and that's what he wants to be oh, yeah. called that's what he was sitting there with missy and, and, and my Mike Pasuda. yeah that's my name so i'll, I'll call him jp2 just because it sounds good with p2 you got p2 and jp2 well that'll work um i i'm just could, gonna call him peasy jr you know, you don't necessarily have to rush him on the field. It doesn't sound like the way Terrell Austin was talking about him already. This is a week one starter at pick 32. So you've got a, probably a week one starter as a left tackle rookie and a week one starter as your boundary corner. Levi Wallace will still be there. We'll see what Patrick Peterson's got at age uh, 32 going on 33. And whether or not he's a full-time starter or he's like a, a spot guy and where they slide people into the slot and everything like that somebody somebody nick nick's commenting here and says omar khan traveled back to the future and, and he found the <laughs> the gray sports almanac i think it only <laughs> went to 2015 though or 2014 or something like that whatever where are our flying cars in. i want flying cars where I are my flying cars man there's people who just can't even drive like a regular car i saw this lady earlier we got both hands they were like literally at 12 and 12 not like nine and three or any 11 and two and and like her face was like pressed up against the windshield i feel bad because she probably has very poor eyesight which also makes me feel like very cautious being around but she's doing like 20 and a 45 and it's just like that we're glad i don't have flying cars my road rage would be I'd probably be dead that's probably one thing but uh There's yeah that. but porter yeah porter's gonna be out there on the field this is a press man coverage the steelers want a press cover guy we talked about this a million times we were talking about if or or it's so great to have your cake and eat it too and it just doesn't end just there so you got to go from 32 let now. me just say something yeah because i'm gonna ahead. i'm gonna go ahead, add go ahead, the, go ahead. the moment of sanity yeah um i believe joey porter and broderick uh jones will be given the opportunity to be first to be you know starters doesn't mean they're gonna it's it's a gift right they, it's not written in stone yet but they will absolutely have the opportunity to take those spots no oh, question yeah. about oh that. yeah i mean you don't draft these guys where they are for them to um do, do, do not play but and if if they don't do it 
please let's not start bus talk yet. Oh no, no, this right? team they're they're completely set up to allow these guys to settle in mm -hmm. every single one of them. If they had to roll with Dan Moore, he was the starter last year. Exactly. Uh, uh, Patrick Peterson's been brought aboard just in case a killer Weatherspoon, if he makes a team isn't healthy enough he's had some injury concerns the last couple of years levi wallace i think it was out one game with a concussion levi is still a solid player he's you hear austin comparing him to ike i did not i didn't catch <laughs> that part uh man it's everything's flying hot and heavy you know what it's like to have yeah. a thousand screens in front of your face especially on a night like tonight and you're tweeting and doing all these other things and so you get down to pick 49 and i'm just like okay 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 is keanu benton gonna be there is keanu benton gonna be there and i'm like am i just kind of like Am I over? Uh, am, am I full of myself? And Charles, we're not sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's, we're not uh, sorry, Charles. <laughs> Charles is commenting sorry. over on YouTube already. He's tuning in oh, right now. He? he said, it, yeah, it's a little late for us old men to be up. It's like, uh, hey, pot, oh, meat yeah. kettle. I, I, I got him on my phone. <laughs> oh, I there see. you go. I, I'm trying to, like, I don't have the fancy display that Joe has so that I can see the comments. Uh, but I, I, I cheated. I got him on my phone. I got so, him here. So that's because the, that's because the folks that are watching can actually pull them up and and they can even get them in the replay too if they want later on. Oh, so you, you have to educate me how to do that. I wanted to see the replay with the chats and I didn't see it. So. Uh, I don't. I, you know, I actually don't know. Um, it should have been enabled, and we somehow we had last year's day two last time we went live thumbnail that was attached to this show that should have never been. And I know I updated it. So technology is wonderful. I always say computers are only as uh smart as the people who use them so and don't worry folks um yeah we'll still make fun of the cleveland browns siaki aika <laughs> went to cleveland and charles i was like hey there's your guy he's like yeah don't take him and i'm like yeah now you have to admit he's not a bad pick and i'm like nah he sucks because <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's in a browns uniform but keanu benton was the one that we were originally bringing up charles is one of our super fans that's not uh, a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. He's a Cleveland Browns fan. We appreciate him tuning in. And we, we mentioned some of our two percenters that are here joining us late. It's a little more fun and lighthearted of a show than usual. But we'll get down to business here. Keanu Benton's the one that really got him bent and upset. And this was the one that I really liked. Mike Tomlin, his Big Ten guys, his cold yeah. weather guys. This oh, is yeah. a guy that's built in the frame. I'm not going to call him or annoy him Javon Hargrave yet, but he is a very Jay Wobble-ish type player. I'm, uh, I, I, that's all I, that's all I keep seeing. That's all I kept thinking. Nose tackle, uh, defensive, uh, tackle or defensive end. If you want to call it in a three, four, he can move around. He's not just pegged to playing right on the nose. You're going to be able to put him on some a and B gaps and as Austin, the other Austin said, as Austin mm. said, we're going to put him at the nose and then let him show us that he can penetrate on later downs and and be a guy that plays more than initial early downs. Yeah, and it's a pick maybe for the future as well. And uh, I'll be talking about that here. Well, I may as well talk it here. But four-year player at Wisconsin, uh, tons tons of games. Let's see, uh, 24 in the last two seasons, so two full seasons. And then seven as a sophomore, eight as a freshman. Uh, that doesn't include the postseason when I'm pulling this. This is from sportsreference.com. Nick and, was asking about inside linebackers too. And yeah, with the we'll kid from Tulane being gone, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to quickly tell you, I don't know if there's another guy that I think is going to be impactful that's left. Yeah, they didn't. Just a, just a heads up. Like, I think all of these players were visits. 
Like every yes. single every single pick so far has been a top thirty visit. It's usually not that clear cut and defined because I can remember maybe Sean Davis was, but Artie Burns definitely wasn't. Uh, right. Davis might have been borderline, or it was somebody that they interviewed or saw somewhere else, and he wasn't an actual th top thirty visit. Some of the guys they don't have to do top thirty visits for, so it's usually like your bigger schools that they hit the pro days: Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, somebody like that, right? So like Drew Sanders in Arkansas, like I was, I was really like uh, stretching my brain here to think. Did they go there? <laughs> I don't think they, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think they did. I, no. I know they didn't go to like Northwestern to look at Skaronsky and because they didn't, they weren't interested. There wasn't right. anything there with Skaronsky, but Broderick Jones came in. Joey Porter Jr. was a quote local visit because Penn State closest college, even though it's out in the middle of nowhere, but <laughs> nowheresville state college, Pennsylvania. I make fun of them still a little bit, even though I don't consider him a real true, true rival to Ohio State, but uh, but yeah, Benton, uh, a lot of these guys, multiple year players, I think was, was Porter a junior, uh, junior that came out a little order, a uh, little early here, or was he a four year? No, he was also a four year player. So that's something that the Steelers typically value with these picks. I, and, um, what was I going to say, but Benton like instantly what you had was you had some guys that were pretty much. Un, um, not necessarily just undrafted, but practice squad guys as your nose tackle types with Montrevious Adams. Okay yeah. for depth. Uh, Brandon Faheco that they signed. Same thing. Our Armand Watts. Same thing. Like these guys were all in that sort of category, kind of floating around in the ether. Weren't guys that were they, they were trying to cling to a roster. So uh, by the time you get to these picks, I, like I didn't think linebacker was going to be a bigger need there. I saw the hole at corner. Definitely, there wasn't even like really a swing offensive tackle on the roster, and right. I identified there too with the nose tackle and some of the depth we mentioned just yesterday. I was banging on the desk for Keanu, uh, and I was banging up for all of these guys. It's crazy. I, I like I still can't believe it's like surreal that all of them are, are now going to be Pittsburgh Steelers. So Keanu, uh, ten sacks last year at Wisconsin, by the way. So this guy, he could win. Yeah, he's a winner. I mean, he's, uh, what, three, uh, let me see. I uh, had his actual 315, 64, 315, 3,000 pounds. 3,000, 3, yeah, 3,000 <laughs> pounds. He's several, he's a ton and a half or whatever. I don't know what the math is on that. Uh, so don't call me out on it. But, um, I mean, it's just, I, 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 I'm stuttering actually because I just can't get the words out to express. You get down, you're, you're waiting for pick 80. And okay, who's left on the board? And you're looking at all these things. Okay, Drew Sanders comes off. I think Simpson came off. Some other tight ends, other than Washington, come off. All of a sudden, there's a little birdie that comes out, and it's like, oh, he might have a knee problem or something like that. And I'm like, okay, well, I didn't want to take him there where Benton was taken, and I don't think Benton ends up getting all the way down to down to eighty. But maybe if the Steelers felt now, other tight ends are going everybody's kind of scared off. We can give this guy, if he's tight end three, he's probably not active. He's not getting a helmet on game day. So if he needs time to recover, recoup and, and work him into this system, but remember Zach Gentry is just a one year signing. Pat yeah. Fryermuth is a concussion away from missing some playing time. He's had some trouble with that. Hopefully knock on wood, nothing that's very career threatening, but 
Um, yeah, knock on your head. There you go, Brian. That's <laughs> that's so politically correct. Um, but no, no, no. Like it, they're. I don't want to say oversensitive, but the world has changed as far as the gladiator type thing with the NFL. They're not just going to let you play if you say, well, I feel good. Well, what's your name? Uh, Fred. No, Pat, your name is not Fred, uh, but I let me play, coach. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not going to do that anymore. So these guys have correct. protocols and stuff, and they're going to sit them. Uh, wh whether that's a, a, a raise a red flag, it'll at least preserve them if he does have some type of issues. You know what I mean? 15 years ago, that probably wasn't the case. And let's not even talk about the 70s. So uh, Darnell Washington, Mike Tomlin loves his large human beings. We said that. We did. Brian, throw this guy in the run game, pass game. Oh, man, he got – put him next to Broderick Jones, why don't you now, with Isaac oh, yeah. Suomalu. <laughs> That's going to be mean, something. It's just like, hey, I know you. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean – I I was definitely uh, banging the drum for Darnell Washington uh, simply because I I like as I've said it over and over I like the idea of having a tackle as a tight end. Um, then we don't need a swing tackle. We just you know you know if you now add another tackle out there, right? You go really jumbo. Oh my gosh! Uh, and it's gonna be Dan Moore, a guy who's yeah. you know started the last two years. He's not just some chump either necessarily. That's crazy. Especially as um who's, in that jumbo who's package. The, who's the kid from Purdue? Wide receiver from Purdue. Because uh, I'm just telling uh, you. Um uh, Charlie Jones, was that it? Charlie Jones. Yeah. Just watch. You watch tomorrow. Watch tomorrow with that pick they picked up. Well, I wasn't really jumping into the day threes, but somebody already saying, tweeted at me. I have to me. say these things when I think of them, because if I don't, I've, I'm old now, and it's two nights in a row that you've kept me up past my bedtime, <laughs> and I need to I need to say them when I think of them, or I'm going to fall asleep and not say it. Well, that's good. Uh, get it out there. We don't have a topics bar. We're running free and loose. Somebody tweeted at me already. Okay, what happens tomorrow? What quarterback goes seventh round? And I'm like, well... I'm going to take one of the two guys that actually visited the team, Clayton Toon from Houston and Jaron Hall from BYU. And I'll probably be the guy from BYU if he's there or even undrafted. I mean, that's, uh, that's the way everything's fallen so far. It's been guys that have visited and why else would they have like some, these, these aren't like, you know, anybody that would have been taken so far, uh, a lot of, a lot of noise, Brian, about, um, Will Levis too. And I think that's where people were sniffing around with the Steelers in that pick. Oh, yeah. You know, course. obviously, uh, with how it played out. But that's, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. Uh, Nick is saying uh, there's a little bit here. There's some panic, like inside linebacker. No, there's not a panic. They signed a Landon Roberts, Cole Holcomb. Both were team captains. And, and, and let me, let me, like, I know because Nick has said he's a little iffy on Landon Roberts. I like Landon Roberts. I think he can I think he can grow into the role and take on more responsibility than he had. I think he's going to surprise a lot of us. And the thing is, Mark Robinson, just watch out, man. Give him maybe a year. And that's the whole point. You get Paul Holcomb, you get Landon Roberts. Mark Robinson is sitting there. Mark Robinson was so raw and he was getting playing time by the end of the year, and it wasn't out of need. Right. It's because he over he he was he was earning that playing time. You watch Mark Robinson. He's going to be he's going to be a stud. You just wait. Mark. Rob well, 
need also um matchup obviously yeah. i mean oh, they, they, absolutely they weren't they weren't too worried about the browns and ravens doing too much there i think it was funny though like uh of the wide receivers like you were saying yeah charlie jones was still he's one of the later ones uh Jaden reed um bryce ford wheaton west virginia um but like Cedric Tillman, Jonathan Mingo, those were the guys they were looking at. And Tillman ended up going to the Cleveland Browns. So I'm talking to my buddy, one of my best friends. I got the sign. It's up. You can't see the other half, but it's house divided. Brown Steelers, in case anyone's new here. Half my friends and family are Browns fans. And this guy was the best man in my wedding. And we're talking about draft tonight. And he's talking about, you know, I was like, when do you guys pick? Do you have a pick today? You know, and I'm needling them. And He's uh he wanted Hyatt. He wanted Hyatt from Tennessee. And all of a sudden, what was it? The Giants? Was it or yep. they jumped or up? Vladimir, who, somebody got jumped up and got him. Yeah, they jumped up, they grabbed him, and all and you know, the F word started spewing on my end of the conversation from him. And it was just like well, I'm I like, actually Geez. I think they got a nice player in Tillman. Yes, um, but with Jalen Hyatt and the Giants, what what was said was was that Jimmy Haslam like telegraphed the hell out of that, right? Yeah. And he's like, well, it, our stupid owner is a big fan of ten, said he's a fan of Tennessee and wide receivers. And there you go. Tillman goes with the very next pick. And he's like, WTF. Well, he wanted the more speed guy than the possession guy. That's what he wanted. And I was like, well, you got maybe a Jarvis Landry light there. I don't know if Tillman could do all the special teams magic that that Landry had, but um, he didn't drop very many passes in college from, uh, you know, all the reports and everything that I saw with him playing. So Charles, the only reason I said a wide receiver is because we always draft a wide receiver. And if we don't, I will, I will not understand the world. (laughs) Yeah. And somebody else mentioned, you know, Calvin Austin, the third. Yeah. Of course, if you've been following all of our shows in succession, we've mentioned some of that miles Boykin just returned. Alan Robinson was just added to this roster. So the Steelers are pretty, uh, they're pretty top heavy here. Deontay Johnson and George Pickens, when they add a third wide receiver, it'll probably be, uh, somebody like Robinson or Calvin Austin the third. Anthony Miller might get into that conversation. Miles Boykin is the special teams gunner. And speaking of gunner, Oshevsky is still there. Whether or not he retains a role on the team, special teams, I, he probably comes to camp at the very minimum. I thought they would they would do him a solid and probably have released him already. So uh, any other wide receiver pick is probably somebody that's probably going to hang around and be there. Uh, like like practice squad type guy you know what yeah, i mean remember absolutely. like demarcus ayers like for example that's cody white the way he is and has been the last couple of years somebody you could call up on game day in a pinch if somebody's hurt that's probably what they're looking at as a day three as far as the um fourth round pick i haven't the slightest clue where they could go somebody somebody in Maybe the comments edge. talked about clark phillips i mean if he falls kylie ringo if they fall um, they could they could double up on corner, but I agree with you. I, I mean, I, as I said, I said wide receiver because they always draft a wide receiver somewhere. But edge makes the most sense um, because honestly, they have no depth at edge right now. Yeah, and I've got a name, uh, Mac player. Five, I've got a name too. Five year player. So does Jim Croce, my friend. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's got a name. <laughs> oh that's great to know uh anyway brian it's so, starting to get late <laughs> um a, nobody's getting that reference right that's like old 70s guy i mean i know everybody knows who jim well bad bad leroy brown right out there. you know who jim crozy but but you know okay nobody's getting that reference 
I mentioned the Eagles the other day and they broke up before I, I was born or I was like one years old. I think I broke up in 1980 and I was born in 81, man. And so just mentioning like Don Henley and stuff like that, it was like, okay, look, um, the whole Miami vice thing. I knew like I was like, reliving that. Um, he did one of those, or was it Don Henley or, um, Glenn Fry? I'm sorry. It was Glenn Fry. It was Glenn Fry. Glenn Fry did the Miami vice. The other thing that Yan hammer or whatever didn't do. So yeah. anyways, um, Carl Brooks, Bowling Green, five-year player out of the MAC, highly productive. Um, could be a guy who's played at 280, played at 300 pounds, and a lot of snaps. Uh, you know what? One of the let me find the PFF big board because they actually had the snaps where they like line up uh, on specific. Uh, they had it all like detailed. So let me see if I can find it real quick and look up Killer Brooks here. Uh, that's actually an old wrestler reference that you wouldn't get. Killer Carl Brooks. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, you wouldn't. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Carl Brooks lined up uh, a gap last two years, four times total. <laughs> um, B gap a little bit more. It's probably close, just shy of a hundred. Got about five hundred over five hundred snaps over the tackle. And about six to six fifty ish outside the tackle as a dude that is how big is he? Uh six four three hundred is what he's listed. So and right, he had a very Yeah, yeah. And they gave him a ninety three overall grade with sixty nine pressures on the season. Nice. So the reason I bring that up is one, he was a visit. Two, he could be available t- tomorrow, fourth round. Right, uh, or they move back and they, and they continue to play the shenanigans that Omar Khan's been playing. And luckily, they they got this pick. It's like, hey, we move. They move back. They still got Darnell Washington. Super happy about that. And then they added another pick. Move back thirteen. Move and essentially just move back thirteen picks from their fourth round pick that they used to move up in three to get Broderick Jones. Masterclass stuff here. Really good. Really good. Um, movement for the first year GM and assistant GM with Omar Khan and Andy Weidel. But yeah, I saw Carl Brooks. And the reason I'm thinking this, I was talking to the professor. He was going to try and join us tonight, but I think it's past his bedtime. So wait, wait, he's young. He's much younger, but he works some crazy hours. I know you do too, but we're talking <laughs> football hours. <laughs> well, it's a little different. Brian's yeah. probably still working right now as we speak. I was, I was up until the minute that we jumped on this podcast, I've spent the last 12 hours fighting with stupid installers. Oh, well, yeah. You know what? No. Um, what was I going to say? You're not an EMT or a paramedic or anything like that. But the reason I mentioned Brooks is Mike Tomlin was very noncommittal about the Marvin Leal. So you add a guy like Brooks and he's listed as edge, but he's probably more defensive line. Would he be more defensive line for the Steelers? It depends if he adds, uh, he don't really have to add weight. Six, doesn't four, have to add weight to do that, but if he drops but, weight, he can be more edge. But Tombo was very noncommittal about the Marvin Leal and whether or not he would be an edge. Somebody asked him that in that uh, post-draft presser. And he yeah. would he, he would didn't give an actual answer. And maybe they saw something in Leal last year and where they were forced to use him due to injury as edge. And they really weren't sure what position he may fit in when he was drafted. There was a lot of question about that. He would have to put on weight to be there. So if they add another body, I know somebody in the comments that says something like basically rest in peace to um Isaiah Loudermilk. I, I don't I don't think he's like um chopped liver here but they're clearly they're upgrading they know cam hayward's a little longer in a tooth 
Uh, Larry Ogajobi was hush, banged hush up your, some. Hush your face. They need. Hush I know. Hush your, my hush face. face. Knock the wood. Like play him like drums, right? So that's just that's eternal, basically eternally young, eternal eternal youth. Yes, yes. So that's basically that, that's the one that like really stuck out to me just because of the visits and the availability. I mean, a Tuli to a Peloto, he's already gone. Robert Beal out of Georgia. I don't think Beal. Um, I'm gonna. I'm going to look real quick, but I don't remember seeing his name either. I think he was a little bit later or depict to be a day three guy. Maybe somebody else that um, could be somewhere, even if they add Adam like extremely late. It's a it's a possibility. Maybe you never know. It's really it's a, after the fourth round and you start to get a kicker was already taken. OK, so what? <laughs> yes, the 49ers, you may have missed that. It was right at the end. It was at the very, very, very end here. Somebody took a kicker 99. in the third round. 99 in the top 100. 99 pick, soft luck balloons. Yeah, 36th pick <laughs> of the third round. I mean, the 49ers had picks to burn here. They had like three or four here, and I think they jumped around a little bit too. But Jake Moody out of Michigan. I'm, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? I'm not like, <laughs> yeah, he was like three or four from the very, uh, very bottom of this. So just so you know, uh, kicker was taken. So some of this becomes a crapshoot as you work your way further along into this draft. Steelers took a some, long snapper in the sixth some time. Some of this, time, time. some of well, this, the rest of it, you get past day two, it's a crapshoot period. I, know. I mean, it's sort of a crapshoot from day one, but. <laughs> no, no, there's some, there's some truth to that. So um, I'm pleased with all of these picks. Washington doesn't have to be a tight end one. He can grow into not. maybe a tight end two, maybe plays like five to 10 snaps as a rookie. Maybe he gets in some packages. Maybe he sneaks out and catches a touchdown pass with his gigantic frame. How big was he again? I got to pull, I got to pull him up again real quick. For some reason, I'm thinking Nine, 19 six, and eight, a half feet tall. Six, seven. <laughs> six, six, seven, 265. Six, seven. Oh, wow. Seven, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, Charles really wants us to make fun of the rest of the AFC North. I don't know. I mean, the Bengals, um, their draft, that's okay. I mean, battle, that was a huge gamble with them moving back and uh, still holding to their board with uh, battle because uh, that was the safety out of um, Jordan Battle out of Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. DJ Turner, Michigan. I wouldn't have been pleased with him. Oh, not over Joey Porter. Let's put it that no, way. No, no. That's who you're probably looking at if you don't take Joey Porter at 32, which is extremely smart there. Um, Brown said Cedric Tillman and Siaki Aika. Yeah, those guys are okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. With Baltimore, the rest of the Baltimore picks too. Say Flowers, Trenton Simpson. Um, nah, eh, I wasn't. I, you know, there's some people that are talking about it. That reminds me of a, like a Mac Wilson pick. For some reason, I just I'm not terribly excited over that. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I, you know they do have a tendency of uh, developing linebackers. Oh, do they? We'll Is that why they had to trade for Roquan? Well, they, they have a history. Doesn't, they do, but they leave. They develop them and they leave. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty. Uh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, Derek Watt has not been re-signed yet. Uh, Connor Hayward is a bit undersized to just be a tight end on his own. He's more yep. of an H-back, folks. So that's where Darnell Washington does fit in. Darnell Washington was a very late visit to the Pittsburgh Steelers facility. Um, 
Like they canceled somebody like Dewan Jones out of this, who's still floating around, by the way. You want to talk about a double dip? I, I still don't think that they're, they probably weren't pleased with this pro day. And that's one of the reasons he got canceled. But I think they also caught wind of maybe the Washington injury. And they had to see it in person and check the medicals yep. and cut through the noise and to, in order to make sure, is this a guy that we want to be, that we want to draft? So uh, I don't think he's going to get zero. We'll see if the Steelers end up issuing it. But Connor Hayward, just for reference here, uh, big brother, Cam Hayward is 6'5", 295. So talk about Carl Brooks, right? Connor Hayward, six foot two thirty. <laughs> if you take a look at the other tight ends that are on the Pittsburgh Steelers roster, Zach Gentry is six eight two sixty five, and Pat Fryermuth is six five two fifty eight. So these guys have got a half a foot on Connor, and probably anywhere from twenty five to forty pounds more on their frame. It's just it's it's just two different styles, two different like creative players, if you will, if you're playing a video game, they're not in the same mold. Now, does that mean that Hayward could probably fill in and, and instead of having like two guys, like they have had two guys, it's like a fullback or whatever there. Yeah. He could play like the five snaps or whatever Derek Watt was doing. Who's to say Derek Watt doesn't come back. He's still floating around in space too. Yeah. You, you, you never know what these type of things, but uh, looks like, so the winners tonight, Brian, aside from us, by being 100% right all the time. And this is the only show you should ever watch or listen to because we know all the soothsaying stuff. We have the Gray's Almanac edition two. No, I, I would never. Kid, uh, I, even Jerry's kidding. already making me laugh by saying constipated. So <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, it's the real winners. Kenny Pickett. Najee Harris. Najee Harris. Yeah, because yeah. you could be able to run the ball, and running the ball is the quarterback's best friend, and you just gave him a very large target as well, and you gave him a blindside protector. The defense adds some more beef on that line. Add yourself, hopefully, what is a shutdown, lockdown corner. You have an island on one side of the field. Yep. The inside linebackers, I'm not worried. You got the Cole Holcomb was a play caller. Like I said, both those guys were captains. Landon Roberts is like a Vince Williams or a Lawrence Timmons. You know what I mean? Uh, he's going to be able to play. He's a thumper. I, I'm not I'm not overtly concerned with him. He has the shorter of the two contracts. It's something you could address possibly next year as well. But they just didn't show any interest in the inside linebackers. There's still some interest in wide receiver that's there. They showed an awful lot of interest on both sides of the line. Uh, maybe that's where the fourth round still goes. They may still add to one of those two areas. Can't say one way for certain or other. And the wide receiver room is just packed. So like I said, it would probably have to be a guy that they tried stash practice squad, or at least they add to the roster. You never know what injuries are going to happen when you're in camp too. Exactly. So nope, you never I know that's there, but I don't see like running back tomorrow. No, no, they didn't look at any running backs. They, they had literally, literally, Zero interest in any running back. The only tight end they even had interest in or brought in with the visit was Darnell Washington, Darnell Washington to begin Washington, with. Yeah. To begin with. So some late pick quarterbacks. Uh, like I said, a couple of the edges. Those guys uh, like uh, Thule and uh, Anna Duque, uh, Uzoma, they're already gone. Almost all the corners they looked at are gone, with the exception of Darius Rush out of South Carolina. So if they were to double dip, and we're talking about Levi Wallace, Akella Witherspoon, like is it enough? 
you throw another guy out there to like kind of stash, let's talk about like let's talk about that real quick. Typically, how many safeties do they keep? Maybe four. Yeah. Five tops. They made a had eleven defensive backs last year, right? So if you're going in that direction right now, so just the safeties, Minka, uh, DeMonte Casey, Keanu Neal, probably Miles Killebrew, and okay, Trey Norwood. So there's five there, right? And then you're looking at the corners. So off the top of my head, Pat Peterson. Um, Levi Wallace, Akilah Witherspoon, James Pierre, Joey Porter. Now Joey Porter. There's ten. Arthur Mullet. Arthur Mullet. Yep. But doesn't mean somebody on that list isn't expendable. So uh, maybe they do add. Somebody's talking about what would be about who might be a better player, Brian Branch versus uh, Joey Porter. Not the same function. Not the same roles. I don't think at the NFL level. Uh, I, I don't see Brian Branch are still trying to pick whether or not he's a safety could be a nickel corner dimebacker type. Uh, it's, it's tough to say. Uh, maybe, maybe he's like Cam Sutton. He plays all over the damn place. Who knows? So uh, I, I, I don't like making a leap out of that. I actually don't like any of the projections yet. Anyways, the reason I could be optimistic right now, I heard somebody say this on the radio earlier today too. I can't uh, credit who it was on NFL network, but they were like, maybe it was Charlie Weiss. Cause I like Charlie Weiss. That's probably who I heard. And they were just like, why are you upset? You're not going to know what this guy is like for another three or four years. Then you could see, you know, you can't call him a bust yet. So we will see. We will see. That Somebody says for sure. Norwood's gone. Norwood was a seventh round pick. Didn't play like it initially. Kind of played like it last year. You never know. You just never know. That's somebody, again, you take a flyer on, you see what they end up playing like. And it's somebody you can upgrade from. Does that upgrade come in the fourth round? <laughs> I don't know. I don't like, know. So, yeah, um, most of the most of the guys that you draft on day three are special teamers, right? On so, the rare occasion, one of those guys makes an impression and becomes uh, a starter or or more of a contributor than a special teamer. But most of these guys are mostly going to be special teamers. Charles said, should have done like the Eagles and drafted the entire defense from Georgia. Actually, all I, four. I would have happily done that. We don't. We weren't drafting at ten. Wait a second. <laughs> All of the Georgia players went to one of the two Pennsylvania teams tonight. <laughs> All four of true. them. Yeah. Uh, you got uh, Washington. Uh, at, well, I shouldn't say just tonight, but uh, so far, right? So uh, Broderick Jones and uh, Darnell Washington. I'm trying to think who the Eagles had. It's not off the top of my head right now. Jaylen, so Jalen Carter and uh, uh, Nolan oh, Smith. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Nolan Smith. I can't, For whatever reason, it's kind of like the kicker pick later tonight. That was one of the last picks, and I was starting to work on the show and set everything up. So I, I like, I, I'm not going to remember that now. I'm going to be like, is Nolan Smith still out there? He would be a hell of a value pick. Oh no. He went on day one. <laughs> Somebody that you like completely missed. Um, what, which it's hard to say which one you like the best from tonight, Brian, but I mean, oh, it, it's hard not to like any of them. I, I, I mean, I think I liked, I can't help but like Joey Porter Jr. the best, right? And it's not even because he was the first one picked. It's because of the bloodlines. It's it's Peasy's kid, right? It's There's history there. There's family there. I got to like that. But that being said, I, I am like, I'm just psyched. You know, I like, I, I have some Tomlin in me and that I like these big giant dudes that just come around and do stuff. So I like Keanu Benton, and I like Darnell Washington. I do too. I like the idea 
of Darnell Washington, Broderick Jones, uh, Isaac, Mason, James. I, I just like them pummeling the crap out of people um, and, and letting Najee have a tremendous season. So I, I, I'm going to go with Peasy's my, my favorite pick because it's Peasy's kid. Um, but maybe it's really Darnell Washington. Because I, of the value in getting him yeah. at the point where they got him. Especially especially if he could be um if, if there's nothing that's a glaring medical issue, I, yeah. I tend to think that they did their homework on that. I like betting. I don't know what it is, man. It goes back to even the older Madden games. I was never very good playing with any of the coverage players in the video games. Give me one of these hosses on the defensive line and let me let me just take the big snack, for example, and just rush or try and bull through. I like playing with Cam Hayward if I play these days. Although That's I will take TJ. Did, yeah. I'll take TJ, but then sometimes oh, yeah. you have to cover with TJ. But no, you actually don't. You just uh you just hit the sprint and you're just you're full on with the with the stick in your bull rushing. So it's hard to not like any of these guys. Was there um anything that was somebody actually somebody asked about Carl Joseph. He's not on the roster. He wasn't re-signed. <coughs> he so, wasn't re-signed. But yeah, it doesn't, you injury. know, there's just like what, just like um they're still there. The rest of the ones, they're still out there. They could be re-signed. Uh, it's, it's possible. It's only so much room, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's still X some holes. XFL season's not over with yet. USFL is going to be playing. They could fill some holes there. Or at least camp bodies guys are going to have in. It'll compete. So, they're going to put it. They're going to. There's going to be an edge rusher somewhere. So if they don't draft one, they got to find one someplace else. They just, they, they can't go into season without a little more depth at edge rusher. So. There's been a lot that's been thrown around with the na with these names too. A lot of people had them in a top fifty, top forty, top thirty three or something. I think Chris Carter. Hey, uh, did did you hear AB's AB's going to go play for the Ravens now? Oh dear lord! Somebody actually he did he said something about returning to the NFL, and then somebody had a very slick comment right underneath it that said something about, well, "I'm glad to see that you finally got your season tickets for the Ravens," and <laughs> that's absolutely great. Um, somebody behind you, or somebody was asking if all your helmets were real too. Every one of them. Side off here. Yeah. It's 70, 73 full size helmets. Yeah. That's insane, man. That's, that's quite the investment. And I don't, I don't, I don't have enough room. I got to figure out what the hell to do with them. Who wants one? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't have, I don't have a helmet here yet. I, I don't even know if I have, have room to put a helmet, helmet there. Don't you have a kicker's helmet? No, I have the kicker's football, which you actually, you oh, can't, right. you can't see it. It's like right above the Jack Lambert picture here. Sometimes when I have the alternate uh, camera angle, uh, which I might pop up real quick just to show you that, but yeah, I still only have the two signatures on it. I got to get Jeff Reed. Talk to Jeff yeah. Reed every so often, and uh, he owes me one here. So that'll eventually happen. So uh, it's getting late, folks. Any any anything that was a big surprise to you at all tonight? I mean, everybody talked about the Steelers trading, and they did. It didn't really surprise me. Any of the I, other picks that stood out? I told out? you what the hell I was doing all night. Oh, that's I barely, true. I barely knew we drafted Darnell Washington <laughs> because I'm sitting there working all night trying to trying to pay attention. I got the draft up on my computer, right? But I also have Slack up for work on my computer. I'm in a Zoom meeting for my for work, and I'm trying to get all that done and pay attention to who we're drafting and when we're drafting. Totally missed the Darnell Washington pick. Had to catch up on that later. I have no idea what the hell else went on. <laughs> Hendon Hooker went to the Lions. I knew that. I actually did know that. <laughs> 
Like so. I knew Will Levi Strauss got drafted. I knew that Hendon Hooker went to the Lions. Um, I but you know, I knew that Drew Sanders got picked before we could pick Drew Sanders if we were ever going to, which I don't think we were. I knew the kid from Tulane, uh, Dorian. He I knew he went, but that's like. You know, how many picks went tonight? Like, what, 60, 65? Yeah, there was quite a bit. It went out to a total of, what was it down to? Uh, 99. 102. 102. 102. Oh, it's yeah. over 70. Well, yeah. So, and I maybe, I maybe heard seven. <laughs> well, I've got one for you. Just one observation at the very end here. Josh Downs, wide receiver, North Carolina went at pick 79 Indianapolis Colts. They were moving around the board quite a bit, jumped back in this and grabbed 79 from the Washington commanders. Okay. And uh, during this draft process, Downs had been quoted as speak, having spoken with Mike Tomlin and Mike Tomlin had made a comment about him having one of the cleanest workouts that he had ever seen uh, as far as in, during this draft process. Right. So, in saying that, the Colts went in and got him, and then all of a sudden the Steelers trade out of that pick right next. Uh, just you know, I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking here. Got the quick goat thinking. Here you go, Brian. There it is. It's up there, right above my head here. That's Yo, uh, sweet sweet him in Boswell. Have you, been, have you been using the weed whacker, my friend? You got a little nose hair things going on there. Mm, it's late. Got a little bit of the five o'clock shadow going. Maybe it's more like the get, get 10 o'clock shadow. Got to get the got to get the old Manscaped tools out, my friend. I use the Manscaped tools quite a bit, but you know what? They don't. Uh, they're they're not currently sponsoring the Steel City Underground <laughs> podcast for me to say that. So <laughs> I'm gonna throw it go. out there. So uh, and one last one. You know what? There's a couple of questions that were in here. Somebody mentioned Qu Quincy Roche. Yeah, he's there. Still kind of developmental depth. I don't think that's the guy you want coming off of the bench as your top no. edge rusher at this point. It is not. No. And um, any info on Mason Rudolph? And that was kind of interesting. This came up in the back rooms earlier today as well. We were we were saying if he would be amicable to coming back to the Steelers as a QB3, and why the hell not? And uh, one of our newer contributors, Mark, Mar Mark's already great. He's a fire plug. And Mark was talking about, you know, well, he's not necessarily a big, this big mobile guy. He's a pocket guy. There's nothing wrong with being a pocket passer in the NFL, okay? Everybody wants the flashy toys and the guys that are always on the move and on the run. And I understand that the game evolves to a certain degree. But overall, you still got to be able to make those passes in the pocket, okay? You got to have a clean pocket. Even the most mobile of, of players, you know, if they don't even have two seconds to throw, what the hell does it matter? Look at Mitch Trubisky. He makes like one read and just, you know, all over the place, like scared uh, a deer or something. So um, if Mason wanted to come back, they want to bring him to camp. They want to sign him as a QB three and he's making like a million and a half or something, whatever the minimum is probably for him and his position all for it. You've given Mason the opportunity to go out and find what his value is. Right. And if his value is not what he thought it was and he doesn't want to go someplace else, and be the second to third string quarterback. And he wants to come back here because it's what he's known. I have no problem with that. I've always said all along, what I think Mason is, is a backup quarterback. And I'm fine with him in that role. I'm good with that. Like I said, uh, a lot of the venom from the fans, probably unmerited just because of the how lousy the rest of the cast was in 2019. Good stuff. 
water. <laughs> hey, guess what? So is this one. So <laughs> the old the Turvis Cup. Folks, that'll do it for us. Thank you for joining us live for this show. We'd like to do some more in the future. Somebody asking about Leal being an outside linebacker. Rewind a little bit when the, you have an opportunity for the replay. The audio version will be up everywhere you can listen to as well if you need to take it portable with you and you just aren't, don't have to be forced to watch. I don't think everybody realizes we're everywhere iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere, Brian. You're looking around. We're, right we're on the, we're on the, we're everywhere. We're on the, everywhere. The interwebs. Hey, let me ask you a question. This is a holdover Pandora. question from last night. You ready for this? Uh, yeah. Did your, did your anus sweat today? Um, at 32, <laughs> at 32, not as much at 49. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now, I, I I still loved and wanted Washington, but I really wasn't sure with that news leaking that he was going to be the guy. And Ari Mirov, who is the My Sports Update guy who does the things for PFF now, I actually tweeted at him, and I was mad because he spoiled like two of the three picks tonight. And I wasn't and even trying to look at them, but I get the, like the, all the Twitter alerts from all the various things, and people are retweeting it. You know what I mean? And it's right. just unavoidable. I can't I couldn't even just shut Twitter off because I want to be able to still be able to do my job here so anyways folks that'll do it for us don't forget to like comment and subscribe and join us uh next time on a still city underground podcast sometime earlier next week we'll cover i guess we'll see if there's any other moves there's no saying that just because they have one fourth rounder that is currently at let me pull it back up what they got because i don't actually think i said what the fourth rounder was we got we got an we got an m we got an m an m squared comment and, and nectarine you're Uh-oh. absolutely right I, that, that dude's the, the pits <laughs> <laughs> so let me see i have no idea what's going on here but pick uh 132 in the fourth round and then 241 and 251 both in the seventh okay they could still jump into something who's to say that they won't so oh i yeah <laughs> Oh, that's not that's not really a surprise. There's some comments about other shows. The twins, those guys are off the hook, man. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not surprising to me that they might be. Um, see, I didn't drink. I, I love beer. I'm a craft beer guy. It's even in my profile on Twitter. I have an untapped. If people want to follow me, reach out. Send me a DM or something. Tweet, uh, tweet at me. And you can see all the different beers. I probably have like 38 4,800. No, I might be over 5,000 now. Unique beers I've had since I started using the app. I try everything. I like it, but I'm not sitting here drinking tonight because I'd already be asleep. Beer makes me sleepy. You know what I mean? So I was like, and not only that, I got to have a clear conscience, a clear mind to bring you the best product that we can and try to be a little bit professional. Um, you know, Maybe I, I won't. I One of these days, maybe I won't. Like, Obviously, I like beer. You could see. I mean, not that I only get Bud Light because they do the Steelers things. Um, and Iron City, uh, that might be blasphemy to somebody if I call it swill, but uh, it's just a step above the Bud Light waters as well. So, and well, Brian just drinks yeah. real water. I only drink real water, and I, the only way I'm getting crazy on this show is if I light a blunt. So, <laughs> <laughs> man, we're gonna go all out for it. Steel City Uncensored. That's what we're gonna go towards. So. Anyways, thanks, everyone. We love your comments. Thanks for commenting. Don't forget to do all of those great things. Tell a friend. Who used to say that? Somebody was like, tell a friend. Don't forget, tell a friend. I think it was one of the local car dealers, actually. I, I don't know. Like, I don't, you friend. sound like 
Forrest Gump when you're saying it. Oh, now, so did so. he. So I mean, it's just, we we had this lady that was local, uh, you know, car dealer. I, I don't want, I know the name. I don't even want to say where because I'll get in a lot of trouble. In fact, I'm going to just stop it there. Let's just say she had a face for radio. So like a lot of the folks who do the car dealership things, it's like they love, it's like me right now. Love to hear myself talk. So folks, till next time, my name's Joe. His name's Brian. Thank you, everyone. Happy drafting. One more day to go. We'll see what else the Steelers do, and we'll get back at you uh, later or early next week. Until next time, we encourage everyone out there to be safe, be good, and we'll catch you later. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com. 